welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lamb and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. Okay, hello, welcome to episode 345 of the Self-Help Podcast with me, Ed Lamb, just changing me levels. I'm a good friend, Paul. Paul. I'm fine, Gladys. How are you? <laughs> oh, what a morning, flipping heck. Is you're looking hustled. Yeah. Well, you were late for the start with that. Threw me off. Mm. You, you like Gan? Well, uh, maybe you like Gandalf. You arrive precisely when you mean right to. Yeah. Exactly. You never late or early. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A bit of a flustered, blustered, blustery morning. Yeah. Maybe it's Storm Brendan. Although. Do you think that's what it is? She's Brendan. Brendan's left us behind, hasn't he? Yeah, it's quite still out there, really. It's quite calm. Yeah, it's gorgeous day out, actually. But uh, 2020 is going, isn't it, man? Flipping heck, full steam ahead. How are you doing? Kidding. It's going to be 2021 before you know it. Well, your retirement's already like gone. No, no, it's, it's completely out. crazy. I've ended up doing more work than I gave up. So um, I'm having to um, <laughs> do some planning. I've got to, I've got, got to get things structured more. It's right. crazy at the moment. So. Well, yeah, we talk well. Part of the business is usually family related as well. For me, it is. We're talking about family yeah. relationships and foods. It's highly and topical at the topical moment. Topical stuff. Isn't it? We try and be topical, yeah. but yeah, Harry and Meghan and all that lark. Um, yeah. We'll come to that in a minute. Uh, Live in the present. UK. All the show notes and links are in there. Do take a look and get in touch if there's anything you would like us to discuss in future upcoming episodes. I think there's a contact form or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Yep. Send us a message. Um, so yeah, you're. Uh, you will go at the moment, are you? Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy, yeah. Uh, is that, what is it? Is it Parkinson's rule or something like that? Or Parkinson's law, that one where work expands to, to fill, fill the, the time, available space. Fill the available time yeah. and space. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. I also so. get... What's the that floating stick thing as well? That game that we used to yeah, do. The air sticks. The air yeah. stick where yeah. no matter how try, hard you try and... To put it down, it keeps going it up. It keeps going up, 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 yeah, up, up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think about that a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I use that a lot of places. I use it a lot in, in the Middle East. What's your plan? Yes. Yeah. What, what is the... How do you do it? What's the knack for getting the stick down? You can do it. It takes about three hours. I've done it with groups of people. It takes it, three hours. They will start to work together. Hmm. Yeah. But it takes that length of time. You know, when you do it over that kind of 10, 20 minute period, all you do is just get frustrated. Because I, I finally got to go ahead to do some environmental um, like workshops locally. Mm-hmm. The council are going to mm-hmm. cough up some dosh so we can run it. And I think about that a lot in terms of environmentally stuff because the more it seems like everyone's trying really hard to do stuff and get our emissions down, but every time the, the results come out for the, like the last year or they're going up, 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 up. And I think about that air stick. For those that don't know, right, if you do this in a team of four or six people or eight, you get a garden cane or a stick yeah. and you put your, you, you rest it on everyone's fingers. Um, everyone has to use their index one, like both index fingers, and the, the goal is to get the stick down as a group. Holds the ground. So if someone stands there to start, everyone often holds the stick level, and then they let go and say, right, get it down. But the rule is you have to keep your finger in touch with the stick. Yeah. And that's the issue. And the trouble is that when you do it, and if you try this with a gang of people, it's great fun, but really frustrating. Everyone, everyone trying to desperately keep their finger on, the stick rises and yeah. it's so, so hard to get it's, it down. It's crazy. I've never seen it done. You say it can Yeah, no, it can. It takes about three hours. The, in the Middle East, um, because I couldn't walk around with sticks, 
Uh, I developed the um, idea from Sue Mira, who's one of the women I work with over there. Um, you were getting stopped with a stick. Like, you, know, you, you just can't do it. So uh, what I used was, you know those pull-up signs? Yeah. Use the uh, stick out the back of those because you can fold it up. Cool. And then get it out. I've got a few of those lying around. Yeah. Perfect length. Yeah. Ah, so you've got yeah. a stick. Okay, cool. So yeah, we've got one of those lying around. Have a little go if you're listening now or you're in work with your earbuds in or whatever. Go find a, a pull-up banner bar and see. Get four or six, eight of you, and see if you can get that stick yeah, load. Yeah. You've got to keep your fingers on it, though. Yeah, yeah. I've done it with six either side, so like twelve people. And it's so funny because it brings out all the characteristics in the team, which aren't dissimilar to the characteristics in the family, because everybody gets so angry with each other. Yeah. So you learn not just about the stick, but you learn about yeah. people trying yeah. to get it down as well. And yeah. Who's patient? Who's not? Who's just like completely chucks the toys out of the pram yeah, yeah, straight yeah, away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, cool. yeah. Well, yeah, my life's pretty similar at the moment too. Stuff, it's exciting stuff. You know? But I mean, you're really busy this morning. You're trying to solve problems online and well, solving people's problems out. And I'm trying to save the world and people's websites keep at breaking. The same time. Yeah, yeah, for no reason. So yeah, uh, juggling that and doing the school run and all that, getting two bike, yeah, yeah. two two boys to school on bikes and all that, crossing the road and yeah. yeah, yeah getting b- bottles of water in the right bag and all that lark. Yeah. But, yeah, it's good fun. It's fun being a dad. It sure is. Yeah, um, yeah hopefully at some point, leading nicely on seamlessly into the, the the topic for the week, hopefully at some point like I won't have some mad falling out with my lads when they're a bit older and they choose not to speak to me ever again. But it does happen, doesn't it? It does. So uh, It does. Yeah, you can't move... Or you can't walk past a newspaper stand at the moment or check at the website without seeing some kind of comment on the yeah. Harry and Meghan fam- royal family situation. Basically, they've decided to jib it off uh, and become, re- well, semi-regular citizens. I'm sure they will do, they'll do a lot of work in the future um, on all sorts it's, of topics. It's hard when you look at all this stuff how much to believe in terms of how much is media hype and how much is reality. Yeah. You know, we don't know, but it's like. Mm. Yeah, they, I mean, I, I wonder, I don't think Harry's got a Twitter profile yet, but I mean, if you want it, Twitter is a good way of just letting the world know what you think without. As Donald Trump does every day. <laughs> yeah, I know, so it's not always a positive place to be. Um, but I wonder when, why he doesn't just set up a Twitter account and just like spill the beans. But maybe that's he wants to leave all that behind. And um, it is an interesting situation. We'll talk about that, the, what, that initially, and share our thoughts because the British royal family is like there are a lot of royal families around the, the world, which growing up you kind of forget about if you're born in Britain because you mm-hmm. see our Queen and our royal family as the yeah. only one, you know, the most important one. Yeah. But I've been reading a bit about this stuff and in, in other royal families around the world it's quite natural for a royal family to shed a bit of weight so that there's only a core yeah. family of four yeah. six people yeah. so the royal family in the UK is you know quite wide and big and we all know all the main mm-hmm. characters mm-hmm. but in other parts of the world uh, in, like Scandinavia it's, it's quite uh, quite a lot of the time a certain member of the royal family will say, "Right, you grandchild kids, you're out. You're not in the royal family. We're not going to put you through all that stuff. You can, yeah. you'd be, you know, regular citizens. Going to be normal people. Yeah, which I would. I mean, at the time, maybe when you're a kid and you're kind of looking forward to being this all-powerful, mighty being, but no, I have, like, I wouldn't swap places. 
with a lot of those guys. It, it's weird that whole thing. If you go back to the uh, Viking times here, that their leadership was voted in. You know, you, you were only the leader by the the will of, of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and some transition happened where we got into this kings and queens stuff, and it's like um, that idea that there's some kind of um, religious godly, um, you know, the people are there by right of the Lord, and yep. that kind of stuff. Um, and it's, I mean, really, I mean, Elizabeth, nice girl, I'm sure, um, and all the kids, okay, some of them obviously have their problems, um, but they're just people. And the idea that you should bow and scrape and curse and all that kind of stuff to these people, it's a really odd thing to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, um, I mean, obviously the tabloids and Piers Morgan and all that idiot brigade. Sorry, Piers, if you're listening. Like, I know this is a self-help podcast we're trying to... If you need help, give us a call. Yeah. You do need help, by the way. But, you know, everyone wants to have a, their two, chuck their uh, tuppence worth in, into the debate on this one. But, yeah. I mean, uh, if you kind of look at Harry in particular and what he's been through in his life, you know, he lost his mum mm. when he was a kid. That's, mm. Was that when the seed was sown for him, maybe, to kind of... Get out. I mean, we know from his interest in uh, mental health issues that he he probably has experienced his own difficult issues. Mm. Um, so he has a lot of empathy with that, um, and understandably, understandably. Um, and the, but if you look at the royal family, it, it's a dysfunctional unit. However much you try and kind of patch it up and make it look good. But is that any different to any other family that you know? Mm. You know? I mean, every family that I know is dysfunctional. Um, not, not ours, obviously. <laughs> Looking around the room. The um, <laughs> that concept that Christmas is like just not rotting on an open fire and that the idea of marriage that you skip off into the sunset doesn't work, does it? Mm-hmm. You know, people have issues and problems. Um, and, and what makes a family stay together is to do with things like compromise and understanding and, and being able to kind of give people leeway and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Well I mean we might you know the, the royal family British royal family has, has had and has got its issues but at the same time they do seem to be dealing with this. Well I mean Harry and Meghan made the announcement it sounded like it came about out of the blue and a bit of a surprise to everyone including the Queen and you know Prince Charles and all that, so maybe it wasn't handled that well in terms of getting word out. But it's not like they're not allowing them to leave the royal family. You know, early reports would suggest that you know it's like okay, fine, let's you know you don't have to stick around if you don't want it. But they're people; go and do what you want to do. Um, I, I think there is an issue about whether the rest of the population should support them. I mean, this idea of like the divine right of kings kind of thing, and there should be this group of people that are treated differently to everybody else. Mm. Maybe that's not real. Yeah. You know? But it's okay. So how do how do we move that on to kind of regular people, assuming that they're not regular? Like, what, what do you see? Well, at I, the I think I think they are regular. They're regular, but through a magnifying glass, so everything becomes bigger. Yeah. You know, if any of us had someone of a different um, racial origin from a different um, national origin come to live in our family, it would have an effect on the whole family. And yeah. some people would be able to accept it, and some people wouldn't. Yeah. You know. Um, oh, what have you got? I mean, not mentioning any names, obviously, but what cases can you think of? I mean, in recent work that you've been doing, where someone's come to you and 
either you've realised that the family connections or stuff in the family is an issue or they've come to you saying I can't speak to me sister anymore I, I get it all the time um, I get it in terms of the immediate family but I also get it in terms of things like the work family Yeah, do you know what I mean so it's like the groups of people it's there all the time I, I don't think that there is this kind of perfect family idea I think that normal is dealing with conflict yeah. If you can deal with conflict, then um, you're successfully normal. So is part of the problem that people assume that you're safe in your family and that you will never have to deal with any conflict? And then when all of a sudden something does go wrong or there's an issue, we're just not equipped to I, deal it, with it. It, it's, it's, it's difficult um, as I look at this. I mean, my natal family, my original family... It was like being in a snake pit. It wasn't like being in, you know, all these kind of cuddly, fluffy things that I see around me. Yeah. I do see people either managing to live that or trying to live that. Um, my natal family was one of survival, and they, you know, survival of the fittest kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so there wasn't that kind of positivity of like, woo, we're a part of the family there for me at all. There was um, no happy walks to school with. You know, no, 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 no. Went to school. I went to school on my own. I mean, from being tiny. I, I had to have an operation when I was 13, 14, something like that. Um, and uh, I had to walk to the hospital on my own, have the operation on my own as a day case, and then I had bits cut out of me, and then I had to walk back again. You know, there, there was no, oh, you need someone to go with you. It was like, off you go, see you. No one's sleeping on the floor next to you or anything like that? No, no, no. no. Oh, wow. Um, so, I mean, to me... Well, you, when, well, you and then you took the decision at, at the age 15 to get out of there, right? So you yeah, took yeah. that proactive decision, which is yeah. uh, a bit rocky for a while, I'm sure. But Yeah. But, but I see, I, I see, see people um, in families and they moan about their families and I think, well, aren't you lucky? You know what I mean? That there, there's something that you'd actually want to moan about, you know, and to try and stay in. Do you actually you say know? that to them, though? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I, I say you don't know how lucky you are, kind of thing. Um, but the, I, I think that the idea about strife and conflict is the human condition. And as we're forever saying, it's not what happens, it's what you do about it that's important. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the, the issues, I, I, I deal with couples all the time, and we're, we're in couple season at the moment because we're after Christmas, we're into the new year, so there's always a clutch of people that are having problems. Yeah. You know, and Christmas has just brought it all to the surface. Mm. So off we go. And now some of those couples will be able to find the compromise and be able to go beyond the problems, and some, no. Yeah, don't. I guess you've got to find a bit of a balance, you know, because we, we do all the issues in work and family life and the, it's not always the best decision just to up sticks and get out of there right you yeah. think things through and you know you've got responsibilities etc you know i'm sure harry and megan have talked about this at length for uh, months if not years you know that this this might have been on the cards and they've kind of mm-hmm. got advice here and there it'd be really interesting to know at some point one day many years down the line what the process was they went through to to make this decision and who they got advice from, if they if at all, and how they decided on how they were going to do it. Uh, I, like I think that one of the issues that's seen in this when people talk to me about it is that the uh, the royal family was fine, but when you get someone like Diana comes in, who doesn't play the game, 
whether you agree with the rules of the game or not, you know, then there's a problem. Uh, when you've got a Megan comes in who doesn't want to play the rules of the game, you've got a problem. Um, and I guess if the deal in a family, as in lots of families, is like you put up, you shut up, and you get on with it, <laughs> you know, it, if you can do that, then everything's peachy. You know, if you want to kick against the traditions and, and the issues, then it's not. Yeah. And that, but that isn't just true for the royal family, that's true for all of us. Yeah, yeah, well, I've been watching The Crown, as I've said, a few, quite a bit recently. Yeah. I don't know why, why we seem to be talking about, maybe it's law of attraction and all that. I, start, I watch The Crown and all of a sudden it's all over the news. It's my <laughs> fault. Yes, but, it's all your fault, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, stuff's been changing in the royal family for, well, 50, 60, 70 years, but way, way longer than that, right? Things come along and crop, crop up the, the situations that have to be dealt with. I guess the current episode I've just seen in The Crown, well, the last one, last night I watched, is one where Duke of Edinburgh uh, is having some like, quite serious mental health issues. It was all based around the time of the moon landing, 1969. Yeah, yeah. And he was, yeah. he's a pilot, or was a pilot, and he was, mm-hmm. he was looking at these guys, uh, Buzz, and, uh, Buzz Aldrin and all that, um, as kind of heroes and he, uh, and he was like he was starting to really doubt his role in life and he was feeling like he was missing out on stuff and adventure I'm not giving too much away here it's a really cool episode actually um, and then he gets to meet the three astronauts the first oh, yeah, that went to the moon scene. Yeah, I remember um, and he'd been building up to it for weeks and weeks knowing that they were coming across and he, would, he asked for this chance to meet them on his own I assume this, this happened in a different like, maybe mm. a less dramatic way mm. And he met them and chatted to them, and he had these questions ready for them. But he actually found them to be quite um, boring, boring and yeah. dull. And like he, he was asking quite philosophical, or he wanted answers that he thought would be philosophical and kind of shine a light on their emotional experience up there. And they were just like, yeah, you know, we we're just doing a job. We didn't have time to look out the window too yeah. much, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, they didn't have any big grand visions, and he, he kind of that, in some ways, but the episode came back to it was quite enlightening for him that because he was worried that he was missing out on this stuff uh, being well not a king but a member of a royal family cooped up in his mansion in his palace yeah but he realised having spoke to these guys that yeah. you know maybe he wasn't too much and he, the, the problems he was facing was were in his head yeah so I guess and obviously you know I guess he didn't feel <laughs> like he could leave the royal family maybe, yeah. were, maybe it was going through his head at the time yeah, uh, he decided to stick it out and, and, and you know find yeah. find joy and um, happiness within that that system. So yeah. the, getting up in sticks and getting out isn't always the answer, is it? Um, the grass ain't always greener. It was for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I went, you should have stuck yeah. around, Sean. What were you doing? <laughs> Think what you could be doing right now. Yeah, it could be in a mental asylum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I think that when it, what it comes down to is that if you expect things to be perfect, then you're stuffed. If you're going to accept that things are going to be difficult at times in any family, there's going to be issues. The issue is, what do you do about it? How do you resolve it? Yeah. Yeah, and, and you have to accept that other people want to know. They're not going to become what you want them to become just because you want them to become it. They are who they are. Mm-hmm. And they've got their own issues their own problems, their own desires and hopes, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and if you can work together with that, then you've got a basis to have a relationship. Mm. If you can't, it doesn't work, does it? 
I guess it's just issues about choice here, isn't it? And we are all in control of our lives, whether we think it or not. Yeah. Uh, or we have a certain amount of control. Harry and Meghan have decided to take control and do this mm-hmm. quite uh, dramatic shift. And yeah. I'm sure it'll all work out nicely for them and for everyone else. I hope. Yeah. I hope. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, there, well, there are people that feel they have no control, especially in family situations, yeah. and they're completely trapped. So, what yep. do we say? What do we say to those guys? Well, it depends on, on why you're trapped and whether you're trapped of your own choice because many people will say trapped because they feel duty and responsibility and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which um, uh, is an interesting one. Yeah, yeah I remember um, to call him back. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. But, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it is a case of, of we need to... Um, to allow people to be what they need to be and not demand that people be what we want them to be. And also we need to have that issue of compromise, being able to bend. That's when things work. And and that's on any stage in society, internationally, nationally. Whether we're talking about the different countries like Scotland, Ireland and Wales, whether we're talking about the bigger issues of Iran and Iraq, and whether we're talking about you and me and our families, it's the same thing. Can we communicate? Can we share? Can we give each other some value and some credit? You know, can we um, do that unconditional positive regard of other people? Yeah, and there's, you know, we're all learning every day, every minute. But there are there are chances for both sides to learn in a situation like this, aren't there? Obviously, yeah. Harry and Meghan are going to learn whether or not they did the right thing and did it the right way, etc. Yeah. In the coming months and years, there's also the chance for the other side. The, the, the guys left behind in the system from his brother yeah. and the Queen and the royal family as a whole to learn from the mistakes that have, well, yeah. perceived mistakes. Um, so we all have a chance to learn, don't we? So if someone, you know, ups and leaves you or, or mm. moves on from a job or from, from a family even, mm. yeah, there's a chance for a reflection there as well, isn't there? Mm. Yeah. And the thing is, it's all those kind of cliches that do become real. Um, you know, do we have problems? Do we have learning opportunities? It's not what happens, it's how we respond to it. It's all those things that come into play. And either we lose control of ourselves and our lives because we don't take responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. But if you can take responsibility for it, then you can survive it in one piece. You may have some difficult things to learn and some difficult things to get over and let go of and all that kind of stuff. But that's the reality of life. You know, that's what we're presented with. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to mention? Um, no, just that it, it is a case of keep talking. Um, if you can't resolve stuff, go and see someone like me. Um, but it, it, Not you, but someone like you. Someone like, like me, but yeah. better. Yeah, better than me. <laughs> Definitely better than me. But, but it, 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 if, you, it, if things don't work, I see, I see something which is sad. I see lots of children that are damaged by parents who stay together because they stay together for the good of the children. Hmm. And it actually becomes worse for the children because, you know, yeah, working, true, yeah. working in that or living and learning in that position where there's a lot of hostility and anger doesn't help people at all in their own personal development. Yeah, OK. Think long and hard about this stuff, guys. It's uh, yeah. important stuff, yeah. isn't it? Um, what's your resource, Sean? Um, I'm putting up... It, it's a bustle... Um, 
uh, it, it, it's a, a site that's got a lot of stuff on it about relationships, but it, it shows you these these seven different apps that are resources that you can use if you're having problems with your relationship, and it just gives you some ideas. You know. Cool. Yeah. I haven't got one written down, so I forgot to do that, but I'll mention The Crown again. So yeah. Netflix, if you can get yeah. your, got it. Cool. And you, like need, you need to de-stress this week. You need to... Oh, can you sense it in me, can you? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, you're tight. Oh, damn. <laughs> All right. All right, well, let's see how I'm doing next week. Yeah, I've got my diaries <laughs> a bit nuts for the next few weeks, actually, and beyond. Yeah. And got a few events planned for, like, March, April, May. Yeah. So, yeah. Think so of you, me. you're going to get madder. Pray okay. for me. Yeah. <laughs> Pray okay. for it. Looks good. You keep me on the straight and narrow. Now, the thing is, will that affect your relationship? Well... Ah, that's the thing. Mm. When I'm, when I'm not home for getting tea on and all that, things might get strained. I need, mm-hmm. to, I need to manage that situation. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not home tonight, actually, yet. Bethan doesn't know. He needs to get home help. And... <laughs> yeah, or a nanny, or a yeah. butler. A yeah. butler would be really good. Oh, pair. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could happen. I'm, I'm, I've got part of my family. They had a nanny when I was a kid, and we used to go around to their house, you know, for... Yeah, yeah weekends or in holidays and all that like, yeah. who's this lady hanging around like asking yeah. if we want toast and stuff like that yeah, who are you? <laughs> yeah weird it's cool though um, right Sean have a good okay, week and you, you keep take... smiling no see stress you. take yeah. it easy relax uh, see you later see you <laughs>